We're back with the Greg Hill Show on Boston Sports Station, WEEI. right now on the Harbor One Hotline after a Bruins win in double overtime. It is Nesson's Andrew Raycroft. Razor, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing this morning? Uh, better than if... Uh, Wiggy said the Bruins almost gave that game away last night. Uh, so, yeah. um, better that they did not. Um, you agree on that? Well, I do agree. I was just listening and I was wondering why you're even having me on listening to Wiggy. He's nailing it right on the head. Uh, and, and the Russian talk, uh, I've got a couple. Don't, don't let me forget about one OB rumor. Uh, oh. Because the Russian stuff, okay? Okay. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to that at the end of this. Okay. They dodged a big bullet last night, especially in the third period. I mean, their puck management, the, the giveaways, the opportunities Washington had were were just uh, – it was amazing that they got out of it. And, and you got to feel – Really good as a Bruins fan to be up two to one, and I got to imagine Washington's waking up in their hotel rooms wondering how that got away. Now, Andrew, you talked about the intensity for maybe a young goalie and how it ramps up in the playoffs. I know in football it goes from week to week because you only play one game. What's the intensity level like from game to game? Does it does it rise to a new level every single game? It does. The the first one's the biggest one. And, and listen, this is exactly what we were talking about with young goalies last night. Sam Sorov plays great, wonderful, awesome game, makes a mistake at the end, and now he's the dog, and he's got the captain of his team yelling at him to stay in the net. And that's that's the, the difficult part about having a young goalie in the playoffs because now, now what do you do? Now what does Washington do? Do they go back to Anderson? Do they keep the young guy and not quite sure how he's going to bounce back under the bright lights after making a massive mistake in double overtime? So this is what happens when you have a young guy in there. You have to either live with the mistakes and hope that he figures it out or make a change. So that's on him. Well, it's not It's not a thousand percent on him. No, it, the perception is seems to be on him. It, it's, it's just as much self not turning in and grabbing the puck and taking it from him. It's a, it's a miscommunication play. Sam Sonoff does a really nice job getting back and stopping the puck. It's hammered by Miller. So instead of a softer dump where he can go out, look, make a play, figure out where he wants to go, he's just focused on stopping the puck, which makes him delay it a, a split second because by the he stops it, then he has to look around and, and understand what's out there, where the play's coming. And it was a miscommunication, but it's, you know, it's both of those guys, and it's not a great look for a young goalie. Uh, if, if you're right, Andrew, and Ovechkin's yelling at him to stay in the net, how rare is that? Did you ever have guys, like, chew you out, players chew you out for something you did? No, that's, yeah, that's pretty rare. And, and that, that, that probably have a different relationship. You know, Samsonov's a first-round guy. I know he's been around Ovi a lot because he's been a high prospect for Washington and obviously the Russian connection. There's, there's a lot of Russian connection there in Washington. So it would be rare, but it would also, if there's a relationship there, it's more a what's going on kind of chewing out. Not a you're awful, you know, you're terrible. It's just what was happening out there. 
Are you on Edelman's phone this morning? Why your phone sounds <laughs> sounds horrible? What happened? It's, it's you always. Oh have a... no. <laughs> Am I? Is it bad? I pause. No, that actually no, that sounds better. Right there. It got better. It yeah. got better now. Well, they, yeah, I, I pressed a different button. No, it's uh, yeah, I'm far from Edelman's fault. <laughs> Wherever he is is much better than my situation. <laughs> now, Andrew, when when you're if you're the Bruins in this situation, you're up two one after uh, a great game that you play against Washington. What's the what's the mindset of what Washington's going to come with? And game four, and what do they have to kind of withstand from the Capitals? Well, they're going to have to handle the puck much better. They're going to have to withstand that four check. They're going to have to withstand the play of the Capitals' third and fourth line. Uh, that, that fourth line was really good last night with Nick Dowd winning a lot of faceoffs, even against Bergeron. He, they so they're going to have to make some adjustments. They're going to have to make some adjustments defensively to get the puck quicker, get it out of their zone quicker, through the neutral zone a little bit easier. And they withstood a pretty big shot from Washington last night, and you got to expect that Washington's going to come with it again. The good news is you should be able to feel like you have momentum. This, 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 these are the ones that you get a little bit more momentum from game to game because you feel like you got away with one in the third period especially. Um, another beautiful goal from from uh, Taylor Hall, and we were talking earlier. Wiggy thinks that um, you're not going to be able to pay him enough uh, because of of Berge to keep him here. Do do you think that 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 maybe his experience has been such that that he would sign a long term deal here for for six or whatever whatever the number is uh, for, for five and a half something like that because maybe he loves it here. Well, it's interesting because if they go on a long run and Taylor Hall goes to win the Con Smythe, then you're looking. He's going to have to really take a hometown discount. There's going to be some team that that goes out of market. Um, the opposite side of it is if he has that success, is he willing to do that? I know, and and it's always funny when he. I heard the caller call. He's made fifty million dollars, and well. But there's other guys in the league that have made $100 million. And you start comparing yourself to those guys and what they've done and what you've done. And, yes, that's uh, a lot of money, but the, you know, $100 million is a lot more money for your grandkids. And it, it's, it's a, it's, every player is different, hard to get into his head. I'm sure there's creative ways to do it if both sides are on board. But, I, I, listen, I think it's still too early. If the Bruins go second, third round, all of these scenarios change. Uh, for both sides, but mm. but certainly it's been the Taylor Hall experience has been a positive one for both team and player at this point. Andrew, when you look at uh, Tuka Rask, I know there's we we had the conversation a couple days ago and how some of the things that he said after the game and you know about his future and you know Greg and I both felt like you know it's about what he does between the pipes. I think this guy has been playing spectacular. Um, when you're watching him in Nets, what's the feeling that you're getting from him and his performance through these first three games? He's very comfortable. He's very comfortable in his game. He's very comfortable in his approach. Uh, under siege in the third period, just finding pucks through traffic. A uh, couple great saves on Orlov from point shots where he's got two or three layers of a screen in front of him. He just he looks really he looks like he was playing a preseason game in double overtime and that's what that calm calmness that that everyone talks about at some point can look lackadaisical is is what I think 
solidifies this team at times, and especially when things aren't going well, that Tuca's he's there, and he's going to get us into overtime. He's going to make whatever plays he needs to here in the third while we're struggling to get us and give us an opportunity in overtime. That being said, Andrew, he did have a moment of uh, rage with Hathaway in the crease there. <laughs> rage? What, what do you make of the the triple shot from the top of the blocker? Is that the way you saw it? Have you ever done that? That's a that's a hell of a move. Yeah, it was a hell of a move. And, and listen, like the goalie blocker, you know, that's it, it's it looks a lot. It's a bigger bark than bite. Uh, <laughs> us goalies, you know, Tuka's built similar to me, and you know, he's not going to really do a lot of damage, but it looks real good and. Yeah, he was he was obviously frustrated with the way Washington was getting into his crease, getting towards him, and he stood up for himself a little bit. It's also one of those things as goalies, after you do it, you're like, oh, I got to regroup. I don't want that guy to score on me now in a double overtime because that's like karma. And I, I just, just so you, you have that a little bit after you do it, a little remorse. Uh, Andrew, what do you think of the refs so far in the series, specifically in the first period last night? It feels like they are way too involved in the series. It is when you're if for old time hockey and you're used to playoffs, and maybe you get one power play, maybe two. They're certainly much more involved, and and at times too involved. Even even in game, yeah, game two as well, where they're. They're looking to make calls, and you're, you're just like, why not just let them skate away and, and not even this up and try and try and make a, a stance? Uh, but I, that being said, so yes, I think they're too involved, especially early in these games, and, and it changes the, the tempo of the game. Last night, no one could get into it because there were so many power plays and so many penalty kills. I thought they did a good job in overtime letting it go. I was getting concerned they were going to make a call in overtime as well and, and really dictate the game, but they kept their whistles in the pockets, which was a bonus. You just like to see them do a little bit more of that. I think early in the early in the game. But do you think do you think that's the Wilson factor? I think it's a little bit with this series and these two teams. Yes, they don't want any of these games to get out of hand, and and I don't think they will. Listen, these guys are so evenly matched; they can't afford. Look at the bad penalty Nick Dowd took in the third period that allowed Marshall to score on the power play, like a high stick in the middle of the neutral zone when nothing was going on. That's a that's a bad penalty to take, and that changes the series. So, yes, I do believe it's because of these two teams. They're setting the tone a little bit, the referees, but I don't know if it's absolutely necessary when the series is this close. All right, Razor. Well, um, a great opportunity for the Bruins here to uh, to get get the get themselves into that next series. So, um, what what we we got to get his Ovi story. Oh yeah, we need the Ovi story. You're right. Yeah. Go down the rabbit hole a little bit, Wiggy. There is a rumor uh-huh. that Ovi has a Russian credit card. So he has the ultra black platinum card uh-huh. that goes directly from Putin's account. Wow. He can do whatever he wants with it. He can do buy a helicopter if he wants. That's that's it. Go down Ovi's very yeah, it's a right. go down that rabbit hole. It's very interesting. I, I, I listen, I got into this Greg, I believe that. Greg got me into the Putin um bil- billion dollar palace. Now I'm in this rabbit hole of how Putin runs things in Russia. So yeah, I'm gonna go down this uh and I feel like Ovechkin's got like he's got some power over there. I don't know what yeah, the big yeah. deal of that is though, guys. I mean Greg has Kimberly Guilfoyle's credit card, so I don't know what the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess you got to run in the right circles, right? 
Um, what about, does anybody have Biden's diner's card? <laughs> <laughs> that stops after 6 p.m. Yeah, it shows you just ate lunch. <laughs> Ah, I mean, so he's got unlimited Putin dollars to spend here in the United States. Wow, it comes right up, too. It does? What, when you Google it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, Razor, great to talk to you, yeah, bud. We'll, right. t- we'll talk to you next week, all right? Sounds great, guys. Have all a good right. day. All right. Um, are we going to analyze the stats security camera footage oh, from last ready. Saturday night? We are ready to go. All right, we'll do that coming up next.